to my bleeding ears podcast this is episode number 141 we Woo! are yay <laughs> uh we're, we're still in december early december uh yesterday i turned 40 you did it happened yeah, it finally happened i'm finally to halftime hopefully hopefully it's halftime and not the end of the second period it's, I also hope it's halftime. I've never heard you talk like that before. You want to live. I, I love it. I even, I, this is the first time I hit 40. That's probably why. So yeah, that happened. And it, it, it made me think a little bit just about all these things in my life that I still like. Uh, toys and video games and all that shit. And how all of this stuff 30 years ago, 40 years ago was all marketed towards children. Mm-hmm. Yet here we are 40 years from now, and I'm still buying this stuff. They continued to market it to you. Me, yes. I think, to your age group as I, it grew up. And <laughs> yes, I think later down the line, maybe, not necessarily in the last, I think it hit maybe about 15 years ago. And they were like, okay, these jerks really want this stuff. <laughs> we're going to start re releasing some of these Transformers, these really popular ones in Toys R Us, we'll make them mm-hmm. exclusives. And they fucking sold out. Then they had, uh, when the Transformers movie came back out again, and they started re-releasing all the Transformers, or like new variations of them. People were eating it up. Mm-hmm. It was hard to find. And then they re-released uh, uh, 25th Anniversary G.I. Joe. People ate that shit up too. So yes, they were starting to market towards me a little more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's fine. But back 20 years ago, they really weren't. They are were still on this model of, uh, of just... Uh, for children, you know, just uh, for all the stuff that they like. And I think they they saw the numbers dwindling and uh, got their act together and started making cool toys again. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, there was, there was a lot of crap out there. No one wanted it. And mm-hmm. now, as you can see, well, like, my action figure collection, of course, you can't see right now on podcast land, but I have tons of action figures uh, check me out on Instagram, uh, My Bleeding Ears Podcast on Instagram. Especially now, it's so neat in here. I can't believe it. Yes. <laughs> and, and a lot of these newer figures that I have look better than the older ones. They have more articulation, more yeah. weapons. So it's, it's yeah. Sorry. No, go for it. Go I for it. I was just totally like we're having a conversation that no one's listening to. I noticed that Ed209 <laughs> is up there. Has he always been up there? No. I only just noticed This it. whole shelf I redid. Okay, As you can see, that's I, why. I yeah. painted black. Uh, the shelf itself is black. Mm-hmm. And then I put up a bunch more action figures instead of like statues I had and more like nudie women on that, that shelf. And I switched it over to a bunch of different shelves around. Uh, so. I like it. 
Yeah, it looks it's better. It's funny that I spotted Ed 209 when you were talking about articulation because he doesn't really do anything. Yes, he does. He moves around a lot. Like, does his he? shit rotates. He's not a, yeah, he's not a statue. Well, I just mean, but as a rule, Ed 209 met his fatal flaw on stairs. Yeah, therefore, that's why he's perked up above <laughs> everyone yes. else. But so he articulates more than I thought. Okay. Yes. Yes, he does. Um, but anyway, action figures, fun, all this stuff, great. I still love it. Even I'm 40 years old. And yeah. if you're above 42, hey man, it's okay. This shit's cool. Video games are cool. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll play Call of Duty, and there'll be some, like, some 15-year-old jackass on there, and he's like, oh, you're so old. Why are you playing video games? It's for kids. I'm like, dude, you sound like the 40-year-old back when I was your age yeah. saying that shit was for kids. You basically and now you're... told him when I was your age. Yeah, you just told me when I was your... It's like, dude, shut up. Like... Fucking kids. Anyway. Do whatever you want. I yeah. Mean, you it's said fun. it's cool, and yeah, it's cool, but even if it's not considered cool, who cares? Yeah, who gives I a shit? just got a faux hawk, and I like it, and I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. What any it. of you think no, I, about my 40-year-old no. faux hawk. <laughs> <laughs> my 40-year-old 2,000, 3,000 action figure collection. <laughs> or your, yeah. Fucking 50-year-old kid, fuck you. <laughs> call it, hopefully, your retirement fund. Yeah, we'll here. see. Hopefully. Why we have renter's insurance, for sure. Mm. Or, hey, if I die, you, you're set up for a little while, I guess, right? I guess. Don't you have life insurance? Probably. Well, this adds on to it, too. All I gotta do is get a buddy of mine Probably. come in here. He'll go through the toys with you. This one's this much. This one's that much. Yeah, this is turning into a very different know, conversation. Yeah. A forty-year-old conversation. If you will. I'm just thinking now of like, <laughs> like me in the coffin. They're loaning me in, throwing dirt on me, and you're like, huh? I wonder how much that snake eyes is worth. <laughs> the gold digger I've always. Yeah. Been. You never know. Let him buy. Die. Yeah, that's why you never bitch at me when I buy action figures. You're like, oh, it's all coming to me eventually. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I married you for your money and your yeah. action figure collection. Now you know. Yeah. Well, now I know what that antifreeze is for. <laughs> Speaking of antifreeze, let's talk about some movies. How about okay. it? Okay. Yeah, so we went back and watched some movies that they were, at least for me, like a go to watching just a stupid ah, yes. 2000s movies. So we'll start with uh, 13 Ghosts yes. from 2001. That's on Stars. I did cancel Stars, but we had until yesterday oh, okay. to watch it's stuff. Gone. So. Okay, oh well. No big deal. Thirteen Ghosts. Thirteen Ghosts. I remember seeing this one in the theater when it came out. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm i not the biggest fan of this movie. I think it's all right. I think the ghosts are pretty cool and everything. The concept's okay. It's just that, like, I just watched an hour and a half of a juicy Matthew Lillard. Just tear up, chew up the scenery throughout the oh, whole yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. He's the best part. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, yeah. And it ends up being the best part of the movie is mm-hmm. his goofy ass. Um, so yeah, this one's okay. I, I'm it's sure fine. a lot of people who've, who've watched horror movies have seen this one. This is just a good little throw-on movie while I play it on my phone for the exactly. most part. Because, yeah, it's it gives it's a not shit. unwatchable like no, the movie no. we're about to talk about. No, no, not, not unwatchable But it does get less and less watchable as I get older. Yeah, it's it like, does. like, right, this is really dumb. I'm not even having fun. <laughs> yeah. Like our next movie. Yes. Dark Nick, Darkness Falls. Darkness. 2003 on Stars. It is about a murderous tooth fairy. I am not even kidding. Yeah. Um, it's unwatchable. You know, the, the funny thing is is that um, I have that action figure from the movie. Do you really? <laughs> it's up right over here. The tooth 
fairy? Yeah. yeah. Whatever She's, her name is. Yeah. Oh my God. I believe that's her. Because I had never seen this movie. Well, I've seen parts of it on and off for years now. And I want to say that I got this action figure probably in the early 2000s, of course. And it was by the McFarlane Maniacs. They had like all like the Scream guy. They made action figures for him. Yeah, I remember Friday that. the 13th, Freddy. Yeah. They had all the mainstays. And like C- Series 2 or 3, they, they got some goofy ones in there. They got like the, the Tooth Fairy. Uh, so I, I bought, and there's two different versions of it too. The, the mouth open and the mouth closed version. Yeah. And I have the mouth open version, which I think isn't as rare as the other one. But I'm not completely sure. Because I got all that information from eBay about... 15, 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. So you anyway. want me to just go so you can talk about your action figures? Well, I'm not, uh, I'll make my own podcast. I just talk about my action figures. Uh, I'm sorry. I threw you <laughs> now, um, So yeah, I'd really never seen this movie before until I, we finally sat through it this time and I watched it all the way through. And yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, Unwatchable. <laughs> and I've watched it several times. Because Emma Caulfield from Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm-hmm. is in it, and I love her, uh, Anya. So I tolerated it, I guess, in my 20s. And she, that's a shit role for her. She has nothing it's to do in that really, fucking movie. Yeah, it's a terrible role for her. She's so funny. She has nothing to do in this. Yeah, nothing at all. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it either. There's, It's a kind of cool concept, but the execution wasn't very good. No, it's unwatchable. So, <laughs> next up, uh, not quite unwatchable, and you'll disagree with me here, but we, our internet pooped, and so uh, yes. we had to watch uh, a DVD, if you remember those. And do you, you remember what that, that means, DVD? No, I was just trying to... No, do you remember what the, the, the DVD stands for? No, I was trying really? to crack a joke where I like set it out like... A digital video disc? Digital video disc. <laughs> On a digital video disc. Yeah, yeah, Alright, what does VCR mean? Uh, what did you fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means. <laughs> video recording. Alright, well, you, video. Just, you fucked up the spelling <laughs> of it. <laughs> you just. Vampires. Vampires. Cannibals. Oh, I thought you were talking about VCR men. But you're like vampires, cannibals. No. No, I'm. I'm you're you're serious. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I was still working on no, a, no, a that's, joke that's been dead that's for a while now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> please, please go on. Vampires <laughs> with James Woods. So already didn't age very well. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel Baldwin. So, uh-huh. although what does Daniel, Daniel Baldwin do? It's really hard to tell Daniel Baldwin apart from Alec Baldwin now. If you ask me, I yeah, think yeah. they look very similar. Um, what's his deal now? Is he a kook like his brother? Not, oh. not Alec, but Man, well, Alex. Steven. Steven, all right. Steven's, Steven's the kook. He's the religious nut. He's the born-again Christian. Right. And... I don't know what Billy's deal is. Hmm. I think, uh... Oh, you know, he showed up in that 130 Rock episode, and, and before that, I hadn't seen him before... Uh, he was in that one game, in that one movie with Cindy Crawford, where she actually bad in the movie. Oh no no no! Well, he was also in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall in that fake CSI oh, yeah, TV yeah, show. Yeah 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 yeah. And he was kind of making fun of himself. I right. thought it was funny. Yeah. Right, so right. maybe Billy's still cool. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, I this is lower tier John Carpenter for me. Way lower. Way. Yeah, it's. Um, I like the first half hour of this movie. 
And then after that, it kind of goes downhill after that. Mm -hmm. Um, The concept and everything is okay. Um, I like James Woods as an actor. It's the only way he can. But as, like, a person, he's a a piece of shit. Yep. Um, So, of course, I separate myself from that and and, and watch the movie. Um, But he, yeah, it's okay. It's not that great. It's all right. It ages very poorly. I mean... uh, Aside from my James Woods joke, mm-hmm. it's aged very poorly as a movie. Uh, like what? Like when the dude's beating the prostitute up? Yeah. The movie? <laughs> and then says, I had to hit her. And then at the end, it's like they were in love? Like, yeah. what? I love her, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. James Woods, I'm going to find you. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, vampires. John John Carpenter's Vampires. John Car- Carpenter's Vampires on digital video disc. Yes, that, that's the only <laughs> version I have of it. And, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> next. Next up, we're going to shift gears hard. Are you ready? Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Whiplash. We watched Happiest Season ah, in 2020 yes. on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Kristen Stewart's LGBTQ... Maybe I'm dyslexic. I don't know. Uh-huh. Shut up. Um... Rom-com, Christmas rom-com. Right. I wouldn't and even say it's an LGBT one. Yeah, there's, there's well, our main characters are. I mean, you can say it's not, but it but is. It's, it's being embraced. Well, this stuff. this movie, I mean, it has had backlash from all sorts of people, from the left and the right. <laughs> so oh, this movie, sure. this movie is getting shit on from everywhere. I personally think this movie is maybe. Yeah, of course. It is for gay people and gay people who haven't come out yet. No, but I liked your theory that but, you're going to tell us now. Yeah. But this movie, I think, is also for people who aren't gay. And not for accepting people who are gay, necessarily. It's more of accepting the choice of a gay person to be out or not. Right. I think how that's, they come out and to how, their loved ones. And, yeah, you can say, like, dude, why don't you just come out? Or why don't you just do this? How, why did you why did you feel that way? Why couldn't you do this? Well, there's so much shit in there, you know? Yeah. And, there's, and it's different for each person. So I think that's that's another way of saying, like, hey, yeah, we're gay, but we have fucking these problems, too. You know, we, uh, uh, we have the same problems. And yeah. this is, I think this is a good movie to... Really, just have all sorts of people watch it <laughs> and, and, and get their own own little shit out of it because there's a lot in there. But the way you put it to me the last time we talked about it was a little bit different. You said, um, because we kept saying to Kristen Stewart's character, like, just so the premise of the movie, okay, let me yeah, back up. Yeah. Premise of the movie is that Mackenzie Davis takes her girlfriend, uh, her name is Harper, takes her girlfriend Abby home to meet her parents. And then on the way home, Abby Kristen Stewart finds out that her Mackenzie Davis's Harper's parents have no idea that she's gay. Oh right, she's never come out to them. So she's a friend. Yeah, so she's a friend, a heterosexual friend, which is hilarious. You should actually see all the tweets about that because the way that Kristen Stewart <laughs> pulled off heterosexuality, where she's wearing like this open jacket and a little tie. With some, yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> like, sure, Kristen Stewart's heterosexual. I'm not that. So anyway. But the way that you put it, because we kept saying everything kept getting worse and worse and worse, and Kristen Stewart was feeling neglected and ignored, and like she was with a person who couldn't be themselves, couldn't be mm-hmm. who they were, and we just kept saying, oh my God, just leave, go home. Get the Have fuck out of there. someone pick you up. Yeah. yeah, right. This has got to end. And finally, that does happen. 
when the when the gay angel of Dan, fucking the world now. Dan Levy, yes. Well, I think he's bisexual, so. Oh no he? shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, in Schitt's Creek, he describes it as I drink red wine, but I also drink white wine. I like the wine and not the label. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So I think he's bisexual. Okay. Anyway. He is the magic gay guy in this movie, which right. is annoying, because we've had the magic gay guy, but at mm-hmm. least he's the magic gay guy for a gay woman and not yes. a straight woman. Yes. Um, and he says to her, I mean, he he just tries to describe to her how hard this must be for Harper. Everyone's coming out story is different. It's difficult yes. in your own way for everyone. Um, and Kristen Stewart just says something like, well, I need her to be ready now. I need to yeah. be with someone who's ready. Yeah. But yeah. it's still a really, really great moment. And a really, I mean, we both shut our stupid sister yeah. in her faces. Exactly. Like, that's okay, why I'm that's saying, yeah. this is a movie for us, too. Mm-hmm. Because this is showing, like, dude, it ain't fucking easy. Right. For everyone. It's different for everyone. Sure, you can have the most liberalist fucking parents and be able to tell them anything, but the next person next to you could have fucking asshole parents yeah. or, or or other siblings that don't understand or agree yeah, or whatever. Or even if they're support, supportive, it's the idea is scary to be looked at differently all of a sudden, even right. though you're the same person. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, do you recommend this movie? I, I do. I, I do recommend too. this movie. Rom-coms are not my thing, and Christmas rom-coms, I usually try to find the dumbest ones possible, <laughs> where I don't have to invest anything at all, and then you and I just try to predict the outcome, and we always yeah, do. Yeah, I did right away. Yeah. Well, I was... In this one, you're gonna. I got Yeah, you will. I got yeah. it, like, when they first do, the, they first take a picture and everything, I was like, right. oh, I get what's gonna go on next. And, <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna guess what happens, but if you <clears throat> love rom-coms and Christmas yeah, you'll like this one. check it out. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. I don't have a problem with rom-coms, just as I, I don't have a, a problem with any other genre movie, as long as you make it good. That's the thing. Sure. You know? There but, are but there's really a difference. <clears throat> good ones out there. Like, but, yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between horror movies and rom-coms for me, because I'll watch a shitty horror movie and it's, not a shitty fucking rom-com exactly. in the other. Yeah. And get more enjoyment out of it. Right. So if you feel the same way about rom-coms that we feel about horror movies, then yeah. this is going to be on the higher end of rom-coms yes. for you. You're going to like this one. All right. Moving Let's, forward, so right. foreshadowing. Lesbians to zombies, let's go. Yeah, foreshadowing <laughs> our movie of the week, we rewatched Train to Busan from 2016 on Amazon. Ah, uh, yes, Train to Busan. I watched it when it first came out, and now it's available like on every streaming service. Mm-hmm. You can just find it. So you get it for free. I would like to say, please watch this movie. Very good zombie movie, probably one of the best ever. Very different from other ones, and also you, it takes its time to get you invested with its characters and uh, the overall meaning of the movie. Yeah. Um, they didn't hire their friends, they didn't hire actors, they hired dancers, for what I'm assuming, for the roles of the zombies, which make them terrified. Oh, I thought movie. you knew that for a fact. No. They look you, like dancers, but they, yeah, for sure. They, I, they're definitely dancers in the way they're moving. Yeah. Because, yeah, um, double-jointed people and shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, uh, very, very good zombie movie. I, I recommend it very much. If you haven't seen it yet, please check it out. Uh, I think most people who listen to us probably have seen it before. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Zombies on a Train. It is, yeah, a novel well approach to a zombie movie. Because, and I'll say this again, when we talk about our movie of the week, I am sick to 
death of zombie movies. I'm sorry I am. Mm-hmm. Zombies are your monster. They're not mine. They are. And you know, they've been my monster since yeah. I was like nine. Yeah. And they've always been my monster. And for me, zombies. it's been, yeah, werewolves and vampires. Yeah. Those two are mine. Um, so, But I did like this one. I'm not saying yeah. that I didn't. Because it, it's a different approach to a zombie movie. Right. Zombies on a train. Zombies, yeah. And it's not, it's barely even that, if you think about it. Because while they're on this train, secluded from everyone else, this could easily, the train could be a mall. The train could be a plane. Oh, the yeah. The train could be so many different For things. Sure. That the story that's going around it is equally as interesting as what's going on in that train. And I think that's a big point of this movie is that you're invested with your characters inside this train, but also the outside world and the interactions yeah. that they're having also. And what would it be like to be on some sort of transportation on your way somewhere when everything is falling apart? Right, yeah. Where do you go? Right, yeah. That's I, interesting. I remember they did that one episode, uh, the new episode of Twilight Zone, where the, the rocket is leaving Earth, and right when it's happening, shit hits the fan on Earth, and then they're stuck out in space. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Um, but, yeah, very good movie. You, you mm-hmm. really invested with the characters. You like all the characters that you're supposed to like. Um, so, yeah, definitely check out Train to Busan. Um, I haven't seen the prequel to it, Soul Station, so I guess maybe I'll check it out at some point in time. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Um, That's the animated... Yeah, it's the animated right. one, which is funny because I um, I told I was talking to my dad the other day, and we were about to watch the sequel to this movie, and I go to him, yeah, Dad, you ever seen Train to Busan? And he's like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, of course. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch the sequel tonight. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna wait till it's free. And I was like, yeah, right on. And he's like, have you seen the uh, the prequel to it, the anime? <laughs> and I'm like, no, you've seen it. And he's like, yeah, it's good. I'm like, oh man. He's using all our streaming platforms. <laughs> he has our yeah. So yeah, go for it. And thank you for not buying things on our nickel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he it's funny that he's really into this franchise. Yeah, and um, so yeah, so I had to watch this uh, Train to Busan until we uh, do our movie of the week, which is which is Peninsula. And I and yeah, well, you know, we'll we're get diving into, right in. We'll, huh? we'll, no, actually, oh, okay. we will uh, after these messages. <laughs> You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 2020 sequel to Train to Busan, Peninsula. Different story this time around. There's no train. Nope. But there's everything else in this movie. Everything is in this movie of Peninsula. Mm-hmm. This is um, this is by the same director, and it takes place right, right kind of like the the beginning of this one takes right after. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's like Korea is evacuated. They're 
taking people to Japan and boats and to Hong Kong and everything. They're getting as many people off the island as they can. And it's like right after they get off the train, basically. Pretty much, yeah. So we're all like some of the people, I guess, are just just headed towards the boats. Um, an outbreak happens on one of the boats, and this is where we meet uh, two of our protagonists of this movie. One is a uh, military, and the other is his brother-in-law, um, who's brought along his wife and child. And so it seems kind of like the brother pulled a few strings to get him on this boat, uh, to get him off the harbor. Um, they're led around in like these little rooms to where they can start, you know, sleeping and getting food and stuff. It's like all these different refugees on this boat. Mm -hmm. uh, so one of these refugees is sick and an outbreak on the boat happens really quickly. The um, the army guy, shit, what's his name? Uh, I gotta remember that. Um, Dongwon Gang? Or Jin Suk is his name, oh. right? <laughs> or yeah, that's his name of his character. Jin Suk. Yeah, I was reading his or actual Jin. name. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Jin is, uh, comes back to where the outbreak happens and sees that his sister's kid, or his, his nephew, has been bitten, and his sister is with the kid. He tries to get him to get the hell out of there, and she does not want to leave the kid. Um, so all the zombies start to, to awaken and contort in all these different positions and start to attack all the other, um, start to attack the soldier, Jin, and they end up attacking his sister. He closes the door and traps all the zombies in there right when the father comes and sees what's happening. Mm -hmm. And that's how, like, the beginning of our movie starts. Uh, we also get a news report saying that um, the boats that were, were, that the boats that left were, were okay to go to, like, these different islands and places. But the people left in Korea were fucked. Mm -hmm. And they were left there and they weren't going to get shipped out in any way. So a lot of humans, along with shit tons of zombies, were left in, the, in Korea uh, for four years now. So for four years, they've just let Korea go to shit and let the zombies roam and whatever. So there's no communication in there, really. Uh, so yeah, that's and that's what's happened since then. Mm -hmm. uh, like I was saying before, with this movie, is that it incorporates a lot of different things and a lot of different movies into it. Uh, the first one was was pretty much about how this father kind of didn't pay attention in his daughter's life kind of thing and he learns from that through the movie mm -hmm. and this one kind of does the same thing too to where uh, Jen made a few decisions earlier on in the movie to where he kind of eats shit later on because uh, in the beginning of the movie we see Jen transporting like his brother-in-law and his sister and, and the kid down a road and this woman has a child with her and she's like please take my baby and they just kind of peel past them and then they leave him behind and later on Jin and his brother-in-law who have been in Hong Kong for the last four years have been given a job by this gangster to go to Korea or Busan or wherever they were going um, to grab this truck full of money that's been left there. Mm -hmm. So they're tasked with doing this, to go back into Korea with all the fucking zombies, retrieve this truck, get back on the boat, and come back, and they'll be able to split the money. So Jin and uh, brother-in-law and a few other guys take the job to go get the truck, and once they get there, get to the truck, 
they see that there are people still living there too, hiding out and have created their own community. Mm-hmm. Um, so they end up, a few of the guys die, they capture the brother-in-law who hides in the back of this truck with all the money in it. Uh, they fight him later on and make him do like, I mean, okay, here's a perfect example of the people who pick them up. Think of Negan from The Walking Dead. Yeah. And that's the guy who picks them and takes them to this community where they have all the food and everything and they make, um, like, the people they find on the street who aren't part of their crew, they make them play uh, a game of run away from the zombie (laughs) in an arena kind of thing. So they're they're not good people here. And what I really do like about this movie is that they show all the people who've been on this island and they're fucking disgusting. Their teeth are rotted. No one's beautiful. Uh, even like the the mayor of this whole thing, he's fucking gross looking too. Mm-hmm. Their teeth are just disgusting. They're probably fucking smell really bad. So I, I like how they, they, they really incorporated that in there. They didn't have your bad guy with these white teeth, you know, just kind of like smiling throughout. It's, it's not like that at all. Yeah, I do like that. That's a nice touch, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so from there, um, well, I guess I was talking about was the, uh, how that's Negan, and I was saying before how, how much this is just a bunch of different movies in one. Uh, the first part of it is Escape from New York, to where they're taking a boat to uh, Busan, New York, to get something and get the fuck out. Um, this time it's money, Escape from New York was the president's daughter or whatever bullshit. So it's very much like that. Um... And by the end of this movie, it turns into Mad Max, (laughs) which went on for too long, I think. I think a lot of the effects in this movie, too, were were kind of poor. A lot of them were digital effects. Um, And the action just wasn't as good as the original film. Now, while I still had a good time with this movie, it just didn't have the same heart as the first one does. And... Even the ending of this movie is very melodramatic and drawn out. Like the first one is. Like the first one, but... the first but one ripped my heart out. And this one doesn't. Yeah. Right. Um, so what did you... What? Did, how did you feel about this movie? I didn't like it. You didn't like it? I okay. I really didn't. Okay, why didn't you like it? So, Train to Busan, like we said, is a novel idea for a horror movie. Mm-hmm. This is something that I haven't seen before. The fact that you just compared it to two big movies, the sequel to mm-hmm. two big movies... Um, just backs up my argument that this is just your run-of-the-mill zombie movie. Like, hey, did you like Train to Busan? You like zombies on a train? Well, we got to the city, and now it's like all the other zombie Mm -hmm. movies that you've seen. I can agree with that. Yes, I do agree with that. But at least this one still had you somewhat hooked in the story, even though it's not nearly as good as the first one. You're still kind of hooked in it because... Uh, you're, you're, you have your protagonist who isn't the greatest in this movie either. Uh, you really don't care too much about him, but at least he's somewhat of a badass in this movie. Yeah. I kind of like that to where there's, they have a specialist in there and it's not a bunch of, uh, idiots because that, that never seems to work. Uh, cause think of it like this. Think of a movie like, um, Aliens, right? You have all these mercenaries go in. They fucking suck and get wiped out, and who's left? Ripley, right? And yep. that that's what makes a good group of people. If you just have a bunch of Marines going there, 
it sucks because like those guys like you there you can't tell one from the other and they all have the same skills but who cares and that can kind of go for this also i think so um yeah. he is no ripley he is he's well of course he's no ripley <laughs> but you're also given uh well he ends up running into that woman again who he totally bitched out on the street and uh she had, her daughter actually saves him yeah with and a pretty cool driving sequence. Rich, yeah, the driving yeah. sequences are pretty cool. I like those, even though they are. I mean, you can you can see. Yeah, and this movie's also Fast and the Furious, too. Yeah. Oh, there were so many Fast and Furious like jokes brewing in my head. <laughs> that I was just trying to bite back because I knew you were enjoying yourself. And, and I, I and, and I did enjoy myself with <laughs> this movie. I mean, it's not great, but it is a big zombie movie that isn't just all about zombies per se. And the real villains, of course, in this are the, the Negan group here. <laughs> that, I mean, sure. Yeah. But but that's been done before. Yes. Oh, the real villains are humans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it usually is in zombie right. movies anyway. So yeah, a lot of this stuff has been done before. I was not impressed. I, I, ne I wasn't necessarily impressed either, but I still enjoyed myself. Good. And hopefully others will too. I mean, I think, I so. think I wrote it off pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. But I don't regret that decision. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fun time. Um, but it, it's you're you're gonna leave in a different way, feeling different than when you left Train Train to Busan. Because here I am talking about Train to Busan right now, and I could talk about that movie probably two years from now. Yeah, we should have done that movie. I think. <laughs> well, everyone has done that movie. That's true. As this one has just come out, I'm like, oh well, fuck it, let's do it. Um, well, this movie I probably won't talk about in another month. Or probably yeah. ever again, unless I'm comparing something or having a discussion like this again to where I'm comparing it to Train to Busan. But once again, I will say that they are different movies. They are. Even though they, they're zombies and everything in them, uh, different movies and a different tone even. So um, I warmly recommend this movie. Tepidly. For, tepidly. <laughs> or, um, for, for fans of zombie movies, I think you'll like this. For sure. You will I, like this movie. Listen to me, like I said, zombies are not really my thing. Yes. So I like it when you do something unique with it. Yes. But if you love zombies, you're going to like this. Yeah, you will yeah. like this movie. There's, there's, there's a lot of action in it. Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of movies in this movie. Yes. And fast zombies. I do think fast zombies are fun. I know yeah. George Romero hates them, but... Well, these zombies are a little different. As to, um, they, they laid out some rules for them in the first one. Uh, the zombies can't see very well at night or when it's dark right. outside. Mm -hmm. uh, they're attracted to noise and lights and sound and stuff. And that's how like our characters kind of move through there. Mm -hmm. they, um, now, the zombies, I will say I like them. Because they are unique in their movements. Because imagine like yourself, imagine yourself moving just normally and then trying to move like they do. Oh, and, yeah. And it would, like, you would feel uncomfortable. But say, like, you rebooted your mind, and then you try and use all of these muscles starting over again, and you're, you would probably move like that, move crazily and, 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 yeah. and weirdly, and not with, like, all your muscles, and, but still wildly at the same time. Because your brain's not really functioning anymore. Right, so or it's, it's functioning body. It's functioning differently. Right. And it's, mm -hmm. it's sending those pulses out to all those different nerves and, and yeah. muscles and shit 
to where they can't, they're not walking like humans anymore, they're walking like something else. That is cool, and mm-hmm. you kept saying they were dancers, and I agree with you, I just thought you knew they were, no. but I agree with you, they must be. I love the way the zombies move, yeah. But they're also fast. Yeah. Alright, well, I somewhat recommend it, Jessalyn does it. Nope. But that wraps it up for us this week, and we will see you next week with another movie. Thanks for listening. So, yeah, thanks for Sorry. hanging out. <laughs> a little early there. All right, see you guys next week.